It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello, Victoria. Hello. Hello. Welcome everybody to another episode of No Holes Bars. Oh, you sounded like you were about That's to do formal. some form of like meditation then. <laughs> and a bit a deep breath in through your nose. And a deep breath. Hold out. and slowly breathe out through your mouth. <laughs> Can you tell that I've listened <laughs> to those before? Rebecca Dennis and Bree, the breathing tree. She's a fucking bitch as tits. Who's Rebecca Dennis? Is that that weird woman you sent me? Weird woman. Oh, dear. Oh, no, no, like no, 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 Rebecca, she oh. is like, I don't know, she's her thing's called the breathing tree, or, or, and breathe, I can't remember which one it goes by on Spotify, but it was through Fern Cotton's podcast that I found her, and, oh, yeah. oh I love her, she does loads of, like, mm, meditation okay. style stuff, and, like, I'm really struggled to meditate, but she just, yeah. she fucking gets me there. So when I feel a little bit anxious, I you listen do. to this one particular 20 minute meditation that she does. And it brings me right the fuck down. But that, that's the thing when, when you, those meditations, because I've got um, oh, Insight Timer, which is a meditation app. And it's got like hundreds of different um, instructors, whatever. I don't even know what you call them. Yeah. What are they called? Don't Meditating guru, something or other. Well, meditation guru. But you know, like sometimes you get someone whose voice and you're just like, them. nah. Can't do it. The vast Can't majority of them I hate. Rebecca Dennis, yeah. I could just sit and listen to her for days. For bloody days. There's one guy, mate, that actually sounds like an estate agent. Oh, no. Who would and listen to him? have a lovely two-bedroom apartment <laughs> by a seaside location. You're like, I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. And now take a deep breath in. That's it. One, two. You're like, this. who are you? You sound like you're going to fucking molest me. How did you get that job? Maybe we need to apply for that job. Clearly, we oh, nailed no. it with this intro. Anyway, oh, Victoria, yes. Eames, how Eames. are you? Um, I'm recovering from a very intense weekend, as always. Just, just to let you know, guys, she's going to change it up this time because it's not going to be about her kids. Oh, no, wait, it is. Oh, no, 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 no it is. <laughs> I, I have nothing else in my life except for pain and misery for generated <laughs> by my children. So that is my content. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Just been really intense, mate. It was very hot. We tried to do one of those days where you make magical memories and it all backfired. Oh, yeah. And um, the only memories that we made were unhappy ones. Yeah. <laughs> and a reminder: a constant stream of tears and misery. Just never try to have a nice time. No, just if don't. It's, if it's planned, you can almost guarantee that it's going to go to shit. Whereas yeah. those random days where what you just don't have plans. Why? I know. I don't. Is know. it because we put such a high expectation on something going well that we fuck Probably. it up? Because yeah. we're like, oh my God, I imagine it to be like this. And when it's not like that, it's like yeah. it ruins all of your really hopes and dreams. <laughs> That's what happened mm. to me. All my hopes and dreams were dashed yeah. as Edith projectile vomited up her wall at 7pm on Saturday nights. It's such an unsociable time to be sick as well. You know, you're like, <laughs> mate, you didn't even let me have two hours sleep. You just did it from the get-go. Well, that was it. She went down at 10 past six and then I was like, so, I was so smug because I went, oh, yes, she'd gone up early bedtime. Oh, loving life. I'd pulled myself a gin tonic. I was ready to relax. Oh, you ruined it. You ruined it by trying to have that kind of fun for yourself. 40 minutes later. Silly girl. 
Blah! Oh, it's just, yeah. And then that was it until three o'clock in the morning or something. Oh, but Rob, Rob took the brunt of the um, looking after of the sick child and then I swapped with him. And um, so I had to sleep in Edith's bed on Saturday night, yeah, which was so shit. uncomfortable. Oh, mate, I'd do it if I didn't have to be yeah, in the I mean, sick I'd rather kid. that than be in the bed with her vomiting every five that's seconds. That's fucking sure. He did rather shut straw with that, but he volunteered it. So, you know. Thank you very Daddy much, Robert. Fucking daddy, um, yeah. I can actually <laughs> probably improve your situation ever so slightly because last night I got up, I don't know, maybe about three o'clock in the morning to a turd, <laughs> a dog turd, right by the closed bathroom door. So I had to very carefully and delicately open the bathroom door while trying to edge the poo further along the carpet so that I could then slither my way into the bathroom to grab some toilet roll to pick it to up. To pick it up. And is, then, this, is this Victor? Yeah. The phantom shitter? Phantom shitter. Well, he's not. He's no, absolutely. There is no, nothing, nothing phantom, phantom about, about it. this fucking dog, I can assure you. Um, so, yeah, the phantom shitter, he shit last night. I was not, not impressed. And the worst thing is I put my finger in it as well as I was trying to pick it up. Oh, my God. So bad. Get him one of those little doggy nappies for the night time. No, because he would rip it off and just eat it. <laughs> I caught him this morning eating a pen lid, you know, and you're like, there's no nutrition in that, you know? Why? Why you would you not survive this? two seconds in the fucking wild. A pen lid. <laughs> a fucking pen lid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so there you go. It could have been worse. It could have been a shit. It could have been a fucking shit. On your closed bathroom door. I do think vomit's pretty bad, though, to be fair. She did vomit all over. She vomited all over the face of her dolly. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Look at me trying to um, reduce the, Trump, the Trump trauma. Me. I, I trauma trumped you. <laughs> um, how are you? I'm all right. Other than poo situation. Yeah, fucking exhausted. You know, Steve had his uh, surprise 40th birthday this weekend. Getting over quite possibly the worst bug ever. Uh, yeah. And I, he was throwing up on Thursday. And I thought, wow. His surprise is on Saturday. I've only been planning it for three months and now he's ill. Uh, and so I drag him along um, while he is quite clearly <laughs> in a lot of distress because he's just doing a lot of like sort of delicate breathing and looking out oh, of the window. And I thought this is going to be a shit show, but it wasn't. He got incredibly drunk and then all of a sudden he didn't feel ill anymore. No, what though? That that the next day when you're really oh God, ill he and was you bad. drink, it's so bad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, he wasn't in a good way, mate. He couldn't get out no, of bed. I, I forced him to get out of bed to take a picture with everyone before they started leaving, and um, I said, "Please, can you get out." He was dead, mate. I, I would. I can't wait to see the picture. I've not seen it yet because I think it'll be hilarious. Because he literally walked out. Took the picture. I made him hold the cake so we could all sing happy birthday to him. And then he went. He was back <laughs> down in bed. He was like, I'm not good. I'm not a good way. I was like, do you feel better? He was like, I said, is this your poorly ill or is it because you're hungover? He was like, it's because I'm hungover. He was. He was smashed. <laughs> and I was so smug, Vic. Fucking lush. I woke up. I mean, I didn't wake up because I didn't actually go to sleep. Waking up would, would require actually going to sleep, which didn't happen. Sharing a yeah, tent with three dogs, two you? kids and a, a husband. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why? I don't know. If, he, if, if when it's my fourth birthday, but if Rob organised that for me, I would divorce him on the mm. spot because he knows that I hate camping so I don't like camping fucking much. I hate it. Yeah. I don't understand so the bad. appeal. So it's many awful. people didn't sleep as well. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like just literally all of us walking out of tents at different times. Like, yeah. 
Did you, yeah. did you sleep well? No. No. I slept for an hour. All the other, <laughs> like the kids, they were just buzzing off their tits. I mean, they had a fucking, everyone had a fantastic weekend, but nobody, nobody had as much fun as Willow. My dog Willow. Oh, yeah, she loved oh, it. Jesus Christ. Well, thank God Victor didn't decide to lay one of his nighttime turds in the tent. Well, I wouldn't have been impressed. Um, so, Vic, we have decided to bring back some old faves, haven't we? Oh, yeah. We're injecting we a bit of funny back in, aren't we? Because I think we've been a bit heavy. <laughs> oh, no. We've been a bit heavy, haven't we, darling? We've so, done a lot of agony aunts, so we're going to yeah. ease off on the agony aunts and, and just, just you know, do some more stories because yeah. the stories that you lot submit are hilarious. It is hilarious. We just all need a laugh. A, a bit we? of escapism, that's what we want. And we asked, yeah. we, got, we put it out to you guys uh, that are currently following us on Instagram what do you want? We are listening. We are here. We are all ears. What would you like to have more of, less of in the podcast? And the resounding thing was more stories and more episodes per week. But we haven't got our shit together to do that one. So we can at very least just give you more smutty stories. And I will be kicking off that with this wonderful news article. I only wanted the seagulls to peck my willy. That's it. That oh, is God. That's the headline. No, <laughs> that's the headline. Well, it sounded like but la 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 la. What no. could the if but been? So, are you ready for this? Go on. A pervert lay naked on a busy beach, piled with hot chips on his cock because he wanted seagulls to peck his manhood. Warped Watson Forbisher bought a bag of chips in Whitby, North Yorkshire before uh, striding to the sands where he stripped and began his bizarre performance. Witnesses said he narrowly avoided a beating from some tough side dad when he was led away wrapped in a towel by authorities as families came out in numbers to enjoy their little taste of freedom since the PM Boris Johnson cockhead announced the <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> lockdown in March. Few expected to witness Forbish's outlandish act, act, <laughs> antics at the popular resort. One clearly disgusted beachgoer said, he just lay there, cock out. It were on the flop, at least not on a bonk, and started <laughs> rubbing chips on his sack shaft. Oh, God. That's bad, isn't it? Here we're calling, um, here we're calling, here seagull, here seagull, peck at my chips, seagull, peck at my pecker. Man, we're a Roddy Notter. Single former youth worker. Bloody hell, he ain't got a job oh, in Jesus anymore. Christ. Was he DBS checked? I don't think so. Oh, my God. That's so bad. When's that? Oh, that's not even that old article, is it? Because they're referring to the thing. May 20. Oh, two years ago on Whitby Beach, eh? Dirty old man with his pecker out. He's just Wee. about to walk past. Let me ask him. Steve, have you ever been interested at any point in laying on a beach with hot chips on your penis and in encouraging seagulls to come and peck your willy? <laughs> No. He said no. <laughs> Listeners, just hear it here first. He said no. Well, I don't. You can barely get of... me to suck it, let alone a seagull to peck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the the main. Well, I mean, there's many issues with this, but seagulls are so aggressive. They are. They are like fucking really violent. Yeah. It instantly makes me think of like a lions and things like that. They always go for like if they were to attack someone, they'll eat the penis. hundred percent. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an actual fact, Vic. They like no, they like them. But what lions or lions. seagulls? 
How do you describe the lions like penises? Because there, there was a there was a guy that looked after lions, and like it all got a bit dodged, and like then he let them all out, and then he stripped naked, and the the lions ate his cock and balls. Oh, maybe what? seagulls are descendants from lions. <laughs> Somehow they're interconnected. Clearly not, because even the seagulls were like, "Mate, no, no, see you later. put I'm it on the ground, step that. away." Okay, then maybe we'll have a chip. I lived in um, I lived in Brighton for five years, and uh, it was a seaside town. I mean, you live by the seaside, so you must have very aggy seagulls around oh, you. They are terrifying. They're fucking horrendous. But I mean, seagulls have actually one seagull. Was it a seagull that stole that small dog from the back garden? <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not lying. Or was it an eagle? I can't have been a seagull. Seagull haven't got the the strength in there. They haven't got the claws. Weedy little bloody. They've got massive fucking cocktail sausage legs. Yeah, there's no way they'd be able to actually carry a chihuahua, is there? No, I don't think so. An eagle could, though. Eagle. Yeah, definitely. I'm now starting to question your factual knowledge about lions liking penises, seeing as you thought a seagull could pick up a chihuahua. Mate, they like like genitalia. They do. And I am not lying on that one. There was a whole documentary on this guy and he knew everything about lions and he knew that they would eat his dick. Was it the Lion King? No, he's not dead. <laughs> this guy did he's not survive. Not they ate his um, face. I think it's something to do with they like... They ate his face? What do you mean? Like, what, did they eat his face first and then his penis after? His I, penis I don't first? know that the lion was available to question at the time as to which, <laughs> which part of his body he went for first, but he was found faceless and dick, dick and ballless. Yeah. He was in America Well I don't think he survived that Well I don't know maybe But I think it's something to do with like yeah, If there's a lot of heat in the area Maybe they went for the armpits too I don't know I'm very confused Like heat is in, in, in emanating from the body part Yes, so I've got quite a hot face today actually See but it would be out. eaten within fucking seconds of a lion Better watch out in London town. What a waste of chips as well, man. Jesus. That, mm. That's infuriating, isn't it? Who brought the town? <laughs> so many not questions. Him. So little time, not Did him. Did he arrive? No, he didn't have arrived. No, but they said he stripped he off when he got on the beach. I wonder if, um, how hot the chips were, because you know a chip hop chip can get pretty fucking hot. Maybe that's part of the I don't think thrill. this is his first rodeo. Do you reckon he'd salt and vinegar the chips? No way. Just plain. Absolutely. You've got to. Are you sure? Well, I don't I don't know. Might be a bit of extra kink. I, I guess seagulls don't mind, do they? I should say a seagull wouldn't want salt and vinegar, but I don't think they're that fussy. They eat dead fish off the top of the sea. Whether or not they're like salt. I think he just mainly wants them to knob nosh him off. Knob him off. Nosh him off. You'd be lucky if he had a penis left by the end of it, because they're claws. I know I keep oh. going on about their feet, but they're like, they, I feel like they've got more like wadery type flap things. Yeah, but the little hooks on the end, brutal. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's the, it's the beaks. They're just very aggressive. Fucking brutal. They're probably up there of my least favourite bird. No, they are. With I mean, what what is your least favourite? Pigeon. Oh, see now I saw something on in, no on TikTok the other day, and it's made me feel differently about pigeon. I think he's she was been called like. Patricia or something like that And oh, this yeah. woman rescued her that. Did you see it? Yeah. And I was like I, yeah, can't, I saw it. can't fucking hate a pigeon now Oh that's fucking scary But they scary, are kinds The ones in London as well Just look so rank I They're can't say so the ones around here Look much better We have a lot of wood pigeons And I hate those 
Yeah, they make the noise. Yeah, I say pigeon. If we're going to do a top five shit birds, I don't. I don't even know if I know five birds. Do you? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You do. Old penis lion facts over here. (laughs) There's a red kite. They're fantastic, beautiful birds of prey. Uh, There is a sparrow hawk, another fantastic bird. A barn owl. Oh, okay, this is this is three. We're starting to breath in here. Finch. Fuck off. I've got loads. Finch. A robin. Blue tit. There you go. A blue one. tit. Robin are actually Barrow. robins are really violent as well. Who? They, they should robins be are robins. Cunts. Yeah. They're lovely to look at, but they're proper like uh they're Eagle. what do you call them? They they're they like their area. What's that mean? <laughs> territorial. <laughs> they like their area. <laughs> to be fair, if I lived in the wild, I'd probably be pretty fucking territorial as well. They're, they're, they're aggressive, they'll attack other birds, even though they're small. Crows, crows are up there. Crows are cunts, don't rooks, like cunts. Yeah. yeah. None of those ones. Oh, what's those weird ones called? May one. something. Oh God, they look like a crow, but they're not. It's going to piss me off. Magpie. Now. No, it's. She's in Cayenne. <laughs> Thing is, uh, I actually have a young um, child that is very, very into bird spotting. Right, that's why you know so much. Yeah, you've got insider bird knowledge. I do have. Yeah, trying to show me up, Laura. Yeah, because your kids are nerds. That's why. Yeah, you're like that. I can't. I can't. I can't even name five, and I'm like, well, let me just get Toby's dictionary. Oh, um, just call me Chris Packham. When I was sixteen, I my best friend's brother I would project that one. That's who you are now. I'm calling you Packham from now on. Um, right, should we have a story? Yeah, crack on, mate. Crack, crack the on. fuck on. We're keeping this tight, Vic. Stop. She says, having just fucking talked about birds for about 15 minutes. Uh, you <laughs> instigated the bird chat. <laughs> okay, do we want a um, funny willy story? Um, yeah. Well, let's be willy heavy, although there's no guarantee on the willy heaviness. Hello, I've loved listening to your podcast since my sister recommended it last year. Yes. I had my first baby during lockdown and whilst loving my little girl, found motherhood much together, much, sorry, not what, much tougher than I ever expected and suffered with anxiety postpartum. Woohoo! Uh, um, I don't think you meant to cheer that. No, she cheered it. Oh. <laughs> not me. Oh, you sick bitch. Oh, I missed out the bit why she's cheering. She said, which I got therapy for, whoop whoops. Yes, that was essential, that piece of information before I did a whoop whoop. I wasn't like going, yay, woo. <laughs> I'm so pleased you feel shit about yourself. Anyway, I wanted to email a funny story. I am a nurse. I've been reflecting on some of my own nursing experiences. There is one particular time that stuck with me all these years. When I was doing my training, I had a placement on an admissions board. I was on a late shift and when I walked into the report room, all the nurses were comparing stories of patients they had looked after with foreign objects stuck in strange places. Strange topic, I thought, but it's transpired that that day there was a middle-aged gentleman who'd been admitted with a shampoo bottle stuck on his willy. What? Oh, <laughs> like, I'm thinking. Yeah, like it's like a off. pseudo-vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a very sharp vagina. Maybe he's bummed <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. Again, he had fallen on it, dick first, and in his attempts to remove it, had accidentally squeezed it, <gasps> causing a vacuum and oh. making his bellum <gasps> swell up to the point oh it could not be removed. <laughs> he had to go to theatre to have it cut off, the bottle, not his willy. <laughs> I drew the short straw, being the student, and had to collect him from theatre recovery. He was sitting rather sheepishly, sheep, 
sheepishly in bed, avoiding eye contact as the theatre nurse reported that the foreign objects had successfully been removed. The man had a wife, but if I remember right, she only appeared just as he was ready to be discharged home. To be fair, I think I would disown my other oh. half if that happened. Thanks again for being great. Even my story doesn't make it to podcast. I hope it makes you giggle. Oh my um, God. Lots of love. Kiss, kiss. That's fucking <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I just I, uh, It's that whole mentality Of like I'm gonna put it up my bum Or I'm gonna put my willy in it Well that's a new That's a new low for me I think like your bum You know But to squeeze a, It's just not a big hole Like I'm really Genuinely thinking about Every hole in a shampoo bottle Or a shower gel bottle They're not big If you take off the lid though yeah. I reckon the Pantene one's Quite girthy Mate if you think that Girthy is bad yeah. That's what he looks for in the shopping. Not what he's going to do to his hair, but how girthy the uh, the entrance is. <laughs> <laughs> Will I fit my dick in that? Uh, it's it's, it's do you reckon, Can you, do you imagine? Reckon he did that? Do you reckon he did that? He went to the shop and deliberately took the lids off and looked at the holes, or was it something that just occurred one day? Yeah, this isn't premeditated. This is a uh, oh fucking hell! I really need to do. I need to put it somewhere. Oh no, I'll put it here Go and get a sausage roll from the fucking shop or something Do you know what I mean? Take the innards out and whack off yeah. in the pastry Be like a normal person and just use a ham sandwich <laughs> Use a ham sandwich, yeah Ham sandwich and toilet or roll Or a toilet roll <laughs> So many different implements But a shower bottle But then once you get past the entrance It's not like, if it was a tube that was long and thin That would make sense, you know then it would cut, it would like encase the entire shaft, but they they just open out. So literally, you're literally just having a tiny solid bit of plastic that's a ring just going up and down your willy. What's the point? I don't. That's not sexy, is it? I believe that you cannot begin to imagine <laughs> what depths you have to go to to get <laughs> off. If your first thought is it's fine, I'll just use the shower gel bottle. I'm going to put my penis I'm in gonna, it. Yeah, yeah, I need to do this for everybody. And then I'm going to say to my wife, what do you say to your wife? Like, what's she turn around and go, oh, blood, bloody hell. Sandra, did you not put the lid? I just fucking slipped on the fucking shower gel bottle. I squeezed it and now I, you know, my bell ends about. To, uh, can you imagine the pain? It must have felt like it was going to literally leave his body. Oh, yeah. I mean, the vacuum's going to do that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's going to create quite a lot of voluminous swelling, like my fingers in my um, hand tunnel. support. Support, yeah Yeah, which I've taken off just for you Thank you, I appreciate it I don't mind you with or without it Swelling has gone down now, actually (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would like to know as well Because I don't know about you and Steve But like I have my shampoo that I spend more money on And I don't let Rob use it Have you seen my hair? I've got to have specialist shampoo for this red Exactly Like imagine if Steve had emptied out your specialist shampoo He'd be dead Got his penis stuck I, in it. I'd be, would you do? I, I would be I, like, no, there's just no, for a start, that it's quite a very, it's a very narrow entrance. Is it? He wouldn't even get his tip in <laughs> to my shampoo <laughs> container. I've got a pump action one. Oh, you got a pump one? Yeah. Pumps, oh yeah, no way. Pump's no. always going to no be way, Jose. very slim pickings. Isn't yeah. It? Trying to get I it mean, I, I really am intrigued. I think I'm going to go to Home Bargains and have a, You'll just be in the aisle taking a Which if one's a big lid? Ruler. But to me, to me, once a, a penis is erect, I, I really, I'm, 
I'm struggling to work out how the fuck you'd get a dick in that. Maybe he put it in flaccid. Maybe you've just yeah, but then how can questions. you sum that in to a fucking? Well, uh, you could just kind of like plop it in, couldn't you? Like, Mate, I, the... I'm not looking at. I'm not Action. thinking the same. All of mine are very small. What penises? No, oh, you mean shampoo? All of my multiple penises. Yeah, <laughs> all like shampoo, shower gel, all of them. They are all exceptionally small. I'm really tempted to look at the Pantene one because I feel like the Pantene no, one you take the lid off is quite is. big. No, no. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense for it to be big because Radox, you've got to squeeze Radox it out. Radox isn't big. Yeah, Radox, yeah. But maybe a, sm- a penis on the smaller side would fit into a Radox bottle. Oh, I don't know, mate. Oh, dear. Oh, what a, what a fucking story, eh? Oh, oh, just the stuff those nurses have to put out. Oh, if they don't get paid enough, do they? don't they? get paid enough and they're not given enough recognition either. Like, no. that is that is the tip of the penis <laughs> in comparison to some of the other stuff they have to do. They have to put their fingers up people's asses. Look at my manky vagina. Look at your manky vagina. All sorts. Touch my tight vagina. Oh, yeah, shut up. Fucking <laughs> yeah, but I'm still pissing, mate. Over here. I'm going yeah, to speak to the gynecologist. I'm going to say, look, you, Why? you have explicitly given me the hello and to the fact that I've got exceptional pelvic floor. So why do I piss? Yeah, but, but then it could be your bladder that's the issue, not your pelvic floor. Because actually, um, the pelvic floor just supports the bladder. So you could probably have a good pelvic floor, but a weak bladder. I'm having an operation. I'm having an operation, that's it. I, just I want to go on a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, do you want to do a story? I would love to do a story, Victoria. And I have one. You'll be pleased to know. Uh, is there just uh, essential information that I need? Is there a hose pipe ban? Uh, for us there is yeah from today no our water levels are like the lowest they've ever been for this time of the year there's been no rain no yesterday it rained here did it rain for a, you? a tiny bit but not yeah, much it wasn't i mean it's not fucking sorting out the rivers let's put it that way <laughs> no. it's mental though isn't it yeah but it's fine the fear. government just ignore i don't I, we can't cope with any more fear Oh no! Grab the fish. Right. So, what about the birds? What's going to happen to the birds, Laura? Now you're the one going on about the birds. (laughs) Um, So, I have a story for you. Now, I read this story over a week ago, and I laughed so much that I've kept it to make sure that I don't forget it. Okay, brilliant. Hello again, ladies. Saw that you were asking for funny stories on the podcast, so thought it was high time I shared with you a story about my husband. Shared with his permission. Oh, mate, we don't care about your husband's permission. Don't worry. About a year into our relationship. But we have to for legal reasons. Yes. But of course, make sure you always have someone's permission. (laughs) (laughs) About a year into our relationship. This is so good. We went to a music festival together. We were having a very merry time, as you do. He was so drunk on the last night that he never came back from the toilet, leaving me completely alone. Couldn't get a hold of each other as no phone battery left and couldn't see him anywhere. I was so cross. I ended up going back to our tent and going to sleep. When I woke up in the morning, when I woke up in the morning, he still wasn't back and I was so worried. A short while later, I could hear our friends we'd camped with cheering as my then boyfriend returned to camp. I was so cross, I shouted out to not bother trying to come into the tent and to go away. He pleaded with me to open the tent, saying he'd had an awful night. When I opened the tent, there he was, stood in a military-style jumper that was too small for him and a pair 
<laughs> blue nurse's trousers that were also too short and small. I asked him what the fuck had happened and he began to explain. He was so drunk that he had gone to the toilet. He pushed so hard to poo that, an an- that he had an anal prolapse and that he couldn't feel it because he was so drunk. He wandered around and thought that someone was kicking mid- mud up the back of his trousers. Nope, it was blood. Lots of blood coming out of his oh ass. Oh, my God. Running down his legs. When he realised, he asked the steward where the medical tent was, refusing a lift and walked there through the rain. Now, earlier on in the day, we'd got our faces painted. He'd also <sighs> the Batman on his. And he'd been walking so long in the rain, his face had melted and he looked more like a member from the band Kiss. So he turned into the turned up in the medical tent, drunk with blood all down him and a melty face. The doctors tried to push the prolapse back in, but they couldn't. So he was taken to hospital and a 30-minute drive away where he stayed overnight for treatment. He then had to pay £50 for a taxi to get back to us the next day, (laughs) including that was given to him by hospital staff. Despite all of that, we're now together 15 years on, married with two kids, lots of love. (laughs) Bye-bye. Laura, I feel like this is like looking into my future. (laughs) One day with my birthday bum great, that will be me. Mate, <laughs> the fact that he's like had the worst night of his life when he goes back, and he's like, fuck off! Get the fuck out! I don't want to ever see you again! And he's like, please, I've had the worst night ever. <laughs> Can you imagine like locking eyes on him? And he's effectively in like a fucking crop top and a, a child's of, like, jumper. A pair of hot pants. <laughs> I didn't even know that you could literally you know explode your own anus no, from just pushing too hard on the toilet he must have no fear unlocked he must have had an existing bum problem because i can't I, believe I, that would just pop on one so. occasion one occasion of pushing i mean how fucking hard did he push i pushed a baby out twice and i've never had a i've never had it pop out no i know but you haven't you never had bum problems did you when you gave birth oh is it afterwards love you did afterwards. Yeah. I mean, then we all laughed, didn't we all? <laughs> we it all? I mean, the pressure of that baby coming out, it's how I don't understand anyone that gets away with not having some form of anal tissue exit. No, because you've always had really good pelvic floor as well. So not even like you were a lazy cunt that just didn't bother looking after your, you know, that area. No. I mean, yeah, because your bum hole's connected to your pelvic floor. <laughs> pelvic floor is like a big like band, isn't it? And it yeah. just supports all of your supports the whole bloody area. But um, yeah, mine was annihilated. Can you imagine pissing blood out of your arsehole that badly? You saw this mud being kicked up you. <laughs> I might have to say, when I had that bad bout of piles a couple of weeks ago, it, that's kind of what it felt like. I mean, not as extreme as mud, but I was certainly aware of a trickle coming out of me. It's horrible. I mean, to be fair, mate. You were sober. I think he might have not been. <laughs> the fact he did no. all of that and didn't feel it and was like, oh, someone's kicking mad at me. It's oh, wait, it's blood pouring out of my arsehole. But the thing as well, though, when you're pissed, like you, there's no way that you are constipated when you're pissed because it, well, not for no. me, it turns my guts to absolute liquid. And mine, yeah. And it's it just me like water, lava. essentially, and very, very hot. Yeah. Yeah. So how he was constipated as well. He needs to sort his diet out, doesn't he? Well, it's 15 years ago. I think he's all right. I hope he's introduced some fibre since then. <laughs> yeah, how's the prolapse now? Yeah, like, does that fix itself? I don't know, mate. Do you have to do bum pelvic floors? 
and, a, and vagina prolapse, both is really, it's that's full on. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it, on the scale of anything, as soon as you say the word prolapse, it doesn't sound yeah. great. I've got a prolapse lung. No. That's bad. Yeah, anything. Prolapse no, heart. Bad. That's bad. <laughs> I think you'd be dead if you're the prolapse art, wouldn't <laughs> But you? there's nothing about the word prolapse that makes you go, oh, that's all right, just oh, walk that it sounds off. all right, yeah. Yeah, you'd be fine. In a couple of days, take some paracetamol. You'll be all right as rain, mate. You know, when you hear prolapse, you're like, fuck, babe, that's, that's bad. bad. On a it scale of one to shit, that's that's really bad. And a bum one. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, I love it. Because that is well, I think, because they have to, I don't know if they still, they do the operation different because my mum's had that she had a prolapse not an anal one um <laughs> a vaginal one because let's not forget that Trish was doing the pelvic floor exercises yeah. wrong by just clenching her anus for 25 years maybe I've got years. a prolapse bladder let's start throwing that word around prolapse <laughs> I don't know I'm going to speak to my gynecologist that. and go look sort my pisser out Sort my pisser out, it's leaking all over You've the place. You've already told me I can shake your hand and fucking break a <laughs> finger off with my vagina. So what's going on with my piss hole? That's what would happen if you put chips on your fanny and tried to get a seagull to come and eat it. That you, Your pelvic floor would just clamp onto its beak it and would. suffocate it. It would. Death. I'd be like, I got you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that's what they need to do. If ever there's a, a town, seaside town, that has like an issue with seagulls they could employ you to just do they, that they could employ me and have some type of clamping device where basically i just i my legs are outward and i'm Stirrups. doing a handstand and my vagina's just like mop, mop, just grabbing we need more chips <laughs> we need more chips <laughs> i'd pay to see that you can make a little extra income on the side i could but i also don't know that any county council is going to go for it I think See, it's I, I would have generally. the opposite effect because I'd get my minge out and the birds would be scared away by the luminous orange emanating from oh, between I, my legs. I didn't legs. plan on full on getting my vagina out, actually. I don't think I feel happy about this. <laughs> you need to so that they have easy access to the pelvic floor. Well, if people can get things stuck up their bum with their clothes on, I'm pretty sure I could get a seagull That's with my true. vagina with my pants on. Just saying. This is very true. Hashtag. Um, that was an excellent story. Those were both excellent stories. Fucking, I mean, hello. You said what you wanted and we fucking delivered, man. Okay, we've just got a very quick little story here. Just a little share and care. I feel already that um, I can relate to this of my previous nugget situation that I've got into. Hello? What was that? <laughs> well, I've had my back door open this whole podcast record, and I'm like, oh, no. I really hope you can't hear the breeze, but also tough shit because I'm not sweating any more than I already am. <laughs> it's so hot. It's so hot. So hot. I've got, I've got soaking wet under boobs right now. Um, I was giving my boyfriend at the time head with my head over the bed and him stood up. Okay, I need to visualize that. Him on the bed. No, he's on the bed. She's on the bed and he stood up. Over the bed. What did you mean over the bed? Just sat at the bed with a willy in her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess. This too much. <laughs> she sat on the bed. He stood so up. So she's got his bum in her eye line. Hey, How could How's she... that happen? What, she's coming from underneath? Read like it, a... read it, and then we'll try and digest underneath it. Underneath situation. I was giving my boyfriend at the time head with my head over the bed and him stood up. My head so over I just... the bed? Yeah, so I just had his bum in my eye line. And he had a bit of poo stuck to his heart's head. <laughs> Don't think I'll ever recover. No, oh, yeah. I wouldn't recover from that. I appreciate I can't really do that, can I? But... I can't say that because it happened to me the other way around. And Rob just very discreetly 
said, um, excuse me, um, I, I believe that you might have a little bit of poo on your bum. I, I, for me, I know I, I appreciate obviously you've been the first hander of being the person that had that happen. It, nothing would turn me off more. That would give me serious <laughs> ick, like horrific ick. No wonder they're no longer together. But I'm, I'm really, I'm, he must have turned around. Oh, no, I, I can't get my head the logistics over the bed. The only thing that I can think is if you've got, unless she, there was a mirror and she, he was the bum to mirror. That yeah. makes sense, doesn't it? And she just caught it. It, it winked at her from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, str- I'm really, str- he must have just turned around. I just can't see how. I just, I mean, it's really bothering me. <laughs> the technicality of that just, one is blowing my mind. We're focusing on the actual logistics rather than the fact that he had shit on his bum. <laughs> he had a shitty ass, and we're like, oh my Can you God, send how- us a diagram of how yeah, you're We need a picture. We need a picture of what it is that he looks like and why and how. How? How? But these things happen. It's the same as the old clitty litter scenario. These things just But would happen. that not give you the ick? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you oh, know, you God, know me. You know that I'm absolutely um, have double standards. Yeah, I have double standards as well. And what because I'd have to, to expect, I would expect Steve to completely overlook it, forgive it, and never ever talk about yeah. it. But the, the other, other way, way around, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't think we're working out anymore. I'm done. I mean, I thought I actually felt like I wanted to to divorce Rob the other week, watching him eat a cream tea. <laughs> oh God, mate! <laughs> the amount of cream he put on there, I was like, I do not. I do not agree with this. <laughs> what are you teaching us? You fucking devil. <laughs> like this ginormous pot of clotted cream. I have an issue with cream. Have I told you this? No. I don't really like cream generally. Um, My I just doesn't it like it. Very, very, very sickly. And so the thicker the cream gets, the more offensive. Oh, God, you're I kidding. find it. I know. So if I have a cream tea, I use the cream like margarine. Like it is a thin. You're disgusting to me. (laughs) What is wrong with you? I I will have chronic diarrhea for that scone, but I will do it. By God, I will do it. That's Rob. So he ate like, I mean, I would say it was like a fist full of pot cream. It was humongous. And he just put the entire lot on like one scone. Because and, I don't um, think it disgusted me. I, I'm disgusted at you for being disgusted at him because if you ever see a cream tea, you're never looking at a fucking thimble of cream and then a dollop of jam. Like, oh yeah. Sometimes I'm like, do you know what? Don't send the cream. <laughs> I just have a jam. It's the driest fucking thing ever. It's gonna clam your mouth. It is right quite up. jam. It is quite jam. It is quite jam. <laughs> it is quite dry. But I would rather have butter than cream. Oh god, that's that up- <laughs> that upsets me greatly. I go to Devon in what two and a half weeks, and I cannot fucking tell you how excited I am. I mean, we have cream teas here all the fucking time, but I can't wait. Yeah, it's it's like Rob's favourite. He absolutely loves it. it. The things that he really loves, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. but it's too much, too much. So yeah, a piece of poo on his bum, forget it. Well, I'm I'm done. I'm never having a cream tea with you. (laughs) Fucking hell, you just put me right off. I would love to know how many listeners I'd love to know anybody in the fucking universe That would say that they would spread There's a reason why you get a massive dollop Of clotted cream, Victoria I know, I think it's going to offend a lot of people That isn't it <laughs> you, gonna, This could cancel you 
<laughs> I might get cancelled. I'm definitely going to get trolled for this. I'm sorry. What I'm going to troll you. Fuck anyone else. <laughs> Please don't troll me. <laughs> I can't take another one. Oh, dear. Well, on Good that bummer, we're, we're on gonna that have to bum, round up. Pooey note. Yes, we're going to have to round up. Um, thank you so much for the influx of hilarious yeah. stories. And also Keep for like your insights in. as well, because like, although this podcast is about us basically talking shit, it heavily involves you guys bringing us the shit. So thank you. Thank you so thank you. much. Um, if you would like to send a story to us or, you know, an agony on but you know what, we're fucking those business. off now, so don't bother with them. <laughs> we're not. We'll come back to them, but we're just going to just do some funny for a, a few weeks whilst, you know, especially because we're all looking after the our kids and we hate life. Future. Yeah. Yeah. You can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com. They can find us on Instagram at noholesbarpodcast and they can slide on into our DMs and also click follow. The other thing I'd really love for you all to do is make sure that whatever platform that you listen to this podcast on, whether it be Spotify or Apple, do you please leave a review? I have seen a massive fucking huge influx of people leaving a star system review on Spotify. And that's amazing. I, I don't even, I think we had like 39 and we're at like nearly 450. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. Um, and if you'd like to see Laura on tour with her pelvic floor. <laughs> oh, like, what the fuck? Hang on. I'm not done anything. What? Chick <laughs> munching funny. Oh, oh. Can we end on? My book ends up being a Sunday Times oh, bestseller. I didn't even acknowledge oh, yes. that. Oh my God. Thank you yes, very much. Can we just... Thank you to everyone who supported No Shame. And not acknowledge this massive, massive milestone achievement. Yeah. Number nine, second time in the Sunday Times bestseller times this. Is that right? Did I say that right? Yeah, two times. Yeah. Two times bestseller. Two times. Um, we won't mention the fact that I never made it, but there you go. <laughs> oh, Vic, don't do that. Vic. <laughs> um, we will uh, <laughs> see you well, next Tuesday. <laughs> on that very wonderful ending. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.